Yo. This whole everyone is you pushed out thing or theory is starting to make even further senses. Um, there's a couple of uh, interesting videos by Joseph Rodriguez about what Neville Goddard was saying, which I can spot on various facets now. Um, one on one's own reaction, so leading back to the mental, you know, mental traumas of the past. So upon a reaction happening, you kind of ask, okay, why am I reacting? And you're able to trail down the emotion up to the initial starting point where it started what triggered it the emotion itself to then sit with the emotion have it grow but take down the flawed logic that you never really chose science zero to nine we just ingest this in the subconscious and due to being in an environment for an amount of time you perceive that the habits and behaviors are normal um so there's an amount of stuff to clean up as Further and further, it is easier to understand that you're not the mind and the body. You're straight up the soul. Yet that also, um, you can also spot how repeated thinking pattern and speech patterns kind of get you back anchored into the mind and body, which also includes the whole perception of time, um, seeing time in linear space. Remember, it's like if we're the soul... And, of course, as I keep saying, you look at the extreme to then balance it out in your normal life. So when you look at this as an extreme, you being the soul dropping into a body, a human body, you are not technically, you know, and again, this is why I say you see this extreme and then balance out. You're not technically bound to human rules as you were, again, the granularity of your experience. You could have been born in a different country. There would have been a different time set. You could have been born at a different time. There would have been a different societal rule set. So uh, even the aspect of, you can notice, the Mayans fought to a certain degree, either thought the world was going to end in 2012 or a great shift was going to happen, or they didn't have space. They're like, okay, well, maybe it's not going to be needed at that point. Um, having further years like 2012, 2013, 2015. So when you start perceiving from that point and understanding that your mind and body are, let's say, affected and anchored to an initial, let's say, loadout, if you're saying Call of Duty style, you're just dropped in, you're never necessarily chosen, then in an ex you know, bring the theory to an extreme, which will then balance, you're not necessarily bound by your name, your skin color, you're not bound by your identity, and that includes the rule sets that are um, found as that identity to a certain degree. And again, this is where I say balance it out because non-duality kicks in. You are and you aren't. Yet, as you look to that extreme, you begin, you know, in that extremity, prior to balancing it, you begin to understand various perceptions that are locked in if you were to solely think as the mind and body. One of the important one, which is uh, actually quite fascinating when you start playing with this, is this aspect of time and space, all being in the now. Because being awareness, being the soul, the interconnected soul, 
well, awareness, soul, interconnected soul, it all seems to blend in to a certain degree. And non-duality kind of eases our head migraine for that, you know. But being awareness, your experience of life is quite and most often felt because you will see something and feel something. You will touch something and you will feel something. You will hear something and you will feel something. Okay? You will visualize something and you will reproduce that very same feeling. So experience-wise, your, your life is like a chain of feelings, based on various triggers and associations with those triggers you know if we're gonna push that to the to an extreme in a way yes there are things that you will taste but uh, you know taste touch sight and smell you know there's the physical yet ultimately you will feel it you know what i mean it's it's a sensing experience um it kind of brings a kind of brings another couple of sets of questions on that in the aspect of okay and this was something i was kind of running in my head for the rest of the night last night i'm not the body and mind so who am i and then i just stopped talking and started experiencing because the talk the words that i'm even using are from the body and mind frame of mind, which is, again, the granularity of my experience. Everything that I've learned up to this point in this body and mind from my initial roll, um, dice roll, slash loadout. Yet, it is not me at the same time. Um, Jim Carrey kind of really placed a nice pin on it. There's a video... Uh, Jim Carrey, Man on the Moon, in the Mind Smash YouTube channel. And I got a big big shout out for that one because uh, many of the theories I was studying for meditation and even kind of cross-linked in art are beautifully explained and exemplified in martial arts. UFC, uh, various martial art uh, stars, and hell, even kung fu movies, philosophers, Bruce Lee. Yet, the guy posted a Jim Carrey video talking about that. Jim Carrey going through his journey. And I'm really glad that he's open about this. Him, Conor McGregor, speaking about this. But Jim Jim pushed it, you know. Had some very poignant things on that specific theory. You know, he's no longer playing as the character Jim Carrey. He's no longer playing that ego. When he jumps into a different role, he kind of... You know, going from role to role, he kind of understood, wait a second, I'm picking characters, I'm choosing characters, yet I'm not attached and bound to any one of them. You know, I'm picking their history, I'm picking their patterns, I'm picking their thought patterns, you know, and reaction patterns. Yet, I can change that from character to character. So, there's a very profound aspect of, well... Yeah, you're interchangeable. You're not stuck on one set loadout. You're not fixed, you know. And when he started, you know, talking about how he initially the material thing, the money, oh, that was great. That was an initial goal. 
yet afterward he when it this started to make more and more sense to him you know it becomes a, a freeing aspect of things he's kind of free to be himself in any characters that he kind of touches including his per own person in a sense because once you you kind of perceive as awareness you're not relooping the same thought patterns you're not relooping the same expectations you you know that it's just a game you know that it's just a, an initial dice roll that carried a momentum without you understanding how you know to pick up the controller of your own tamagotchi brain slash hard drive so from that point it's like oh right you know there's no feeling insecure there's no feeling shy there's no feeling um limited because you're no longer in that needy place that being a single identity you know being stuck on that identity with a momentum that you didn't necessarily choose often brings you to because oftentimes you land in this society that you know values or pushes forward it's not saying that it's bad but it's understanding the patterns that this creates so pushes forward aspects of owning materials owning car owning the dog owning the what well <laughs> that's kind of bad to say but you know what i mean you know having a wife owning the house uh, you can just roll off you know and it's not again and uh, that was like Freudian slipping a prior state of consciousness. You own the wife, you own the kids. You know, it's like, nah, I'm just just riff riffing on that. But you understand what I mean? Like oftentimes in society, you're pushed with those ideals in head. Um, not only from the environment, but also you watch television and then that momentum roll. Without a, a, a time to properly balance this. It's not necessarily explained on TV, and it's not TV, you know, you can't blame it on the media to a certain degree. Everything is and isn't at the same time. So, um, you know, always leave that door open. Yet at the same time, it's not the blame game, 2020. We, we ain't in the blame game. It's just understanding how habits are spread unawareingly. And again, it's this aspect of returning to, you know, returning to silence and thinking about some of these things because no one else will really think of it for you. Granularity of our experience, right? You got to wipe the hard drive until it becomes more and more easier not to get snagged back inside that hard drive type thinking, you know, going back to the soul aspect of just free flow, presence, you know, always in the, the constant present now, instead of being snagged to remembering a past from the hard drive, which then drags you back into that past, or fearing a future, which is a habit that, you know, is commonly developed um, simply by not necessarily accepting the unknown. You know, so a lot of people either fearing, fearing the future or remembering past resentments and again that keeps you nicely anchored into your hard drive instead of understanding who the real you is so that question you know i'm not the mind in the body then who am i had me looking in third person at the fact that i could observe my thought and observe the well my thoughts non-duality we're gonna find a way to talk talk and understand this shit easier because Yes, they're my fault. Yes, they're not my fault. Yes, it's my hard drive, but it's not me. So there's a bit of a separation that happens language-wise. 
in the aspect of how things are described. You know, it is no longer I think this, 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 and this. It is the mind, the brain, this hard drive thinks this, 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 and this based on its perimeter. And from that point, there's less attachment to the thoughts or the thought stream or the idea. You kind of go free flow with it. You allow yourself to stream through multiple ideas and multiple possibilities instead of sticking to one. And yeah, that becomes a lot fucking fun. It becomes like just, uh, you know, you just pause going, huh, right, right. And you allow yourself to feel a lot more just as a primary base. You just kind of sit there and appreciate things for a bit. And of course, like I say, balance. So you take some time to do that, integrate it to yourself and then figure out what's next and just keep, you know, you might do this back and forth. Yet I understand that this mode, that state, again, it's your original state as a kid, as a baby, you know, you came in and you didn't have that hard drive filled up with the granularity of details of your experience. No, it was blank. And in that state, you were just fully open and playful and discovering. You were just feeling as you touched, seen, smelled, tasted, and hurt. And yeah, getting back to that state, man. Um, oh, yes. And the everyone else is you or everyone is you pushed out. That, with that Neville video from Joseph Rodriguez, um, there was, ah, right, there was a follow-up to that person that I had met that, uh, the person that I met which was studying some of these materials, yet not necessarily practicing it, you know, um, read about, you know, everything is within everything, you know, you've got all within, but fuck the neighbor, but fuck other people, but, oh, uh, this is awful. Oh, and you know, the conversation happened because this, this person kind of called me after I sent a text message with that very same Neville video. So the synchronicity is kind of went like, oh, you got more shit to clear out within you? All right, perfect. And then that person kind of called. I nearly missed the call, yet that person called and then continued running the pattern. So in that moment, I started asking, how am I doing that in my mind? As this is being expressed in front of me, how am I personally doing that in my mind? Uh, because initially, okay, prior question was, okay, why am I experiencing this? And then I, it reflected back to the video of Neville. So I went like, okay, so how am I, what kind of aspects within me is represented there? And right then and there, I spotted various subconscious, little, little subconscious habits of quick reactions even though i would double back what i mean is uh, oftentimes sometimes i just slip up and i go on facebook and i dare to scroll down <laughs> once you know i dare to scroll down and um it, it kind of happened during that same day i saw somebody whining about the kids who are going to school and then saying oh my god these tweens they are all infected and they're gonna be infected it's all their fault and when i saw that initially my first my beat per beat first second reaction was like 
oh, okay, here we go again. Another person that's continuously, and then I stop and I'm like, all oh, right, you don't know what you don't know. That's all. That's fine. That's fine. The thought still kind of lingered a bit because it's like, okay, another person diving into separation and blaming other people for their own attention and awareness to certain things. And of course, you know, uh, various mental, um, mental programming um, in the aspect of justice, um, that, what was it, virtue signaling? Yeah, just social justice warrior virtue signaling in that aspect. So as that ran, even though it, it was canceled out in a way, like I kind of caught myself reacting on a split second or practically two seconds, we'll say, I still reacted. And this conversation, that phone conversation, was literally the kind of show me the extent of that behavior pushed to a point where it kind of challenged me to go, oh, don't even react now. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, well, I'll take on that challenge. You know, initially I'm like, ah, this is going to be hard. But then it's like, no, actually, it, it got super easy really easy just setting up the intention and saying okay well i'm no longer reacting to that how am i responding well i understand you don't know what you don't know that's it that's all and you don't necessarily choose to show out you know to throw out these kind of spiteful comments online and also not understanding the um you know i kind of get that certain people don't understand the repetitive loop that this creates within them. There's a video I want to set up. I'll see if I can do it tonight. Uh, just normalized insanity of continuously needing other people to do a certain thing for you to feel happy, which was straight up reflected upon me with that conversation, along with this person continuously, um, you know, the person on the phone continuously wanting other people to act a certain way or saying, well, I saw the curve. I saw how things got detrimented and beat per beat. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. That's how hab per, uh, habits that we have in conversations of continuously referring to the past to justify a negative perception of the present, you know, and then fear the future. And what, what just happened? It's like back to back to back. And it was like, Oh my God. Wow. But another thing was also picked up from that specific conversation in relationship to another conversation that I had with an, another family member about a third party family member. We've both, like I was hearing how this family member was contacting the other one and had received, um, let's say a less than favorable uh, behavioral reaction, you know, a bit of a, uh, snooty habit or attitude in a way, just in an online reply. And I had contacted that family member prior, you know, and I've noticed whenever I talk to that person, there's a pattern of continuously saying, trying to tell me, stay safe, stay safe and be safe and blah, 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 all that stuff, you know, a bit like how my mom was just overarching that really over. So upon hearing the initial family member talk to me about that third party in a different way, I started kind of wondering, well, wait a second, I encountered a different behavior. What's going on? Because it's as if we're getting two different behaviors from this person. And then I started wondering, well, wait, are we technically 
going with the everyone else as you pushed out and then the hints that the world the universe god whatever name you want to give okay is sending your way for you to clear your stuff up would it be possible that us two different person would generate two different lessons from a same person as their reaction and response being different and our intake slash perception of that person and what they are doing is quite different because to a certain degree something that i notice with the family member of which i speak about is that that person kind of reflected back an aspect of not taking things too seriously back to me um or or saying it's uh, as an argument in a sense and but that person that interacted with them kind of spiked them in that very same way so it was kind of like are you and it's not the first time that i heard that because my mentor my art mentor which is another person that i i talk to from time to time but also you know has is still in the that mind and body mindset you know um, not to be faulted with because it's been a long they've been it's like saying they've been living for a long time in the in the u.s so they they come from a very kind of rough background but has just not necessarily taken interest in this kind of stuff yet has in even in a weird way, kind of brought that up to me when it came to talking about some uh, some of my drawings. And I kind of just, in both cases, it's like I was over that. I already went past that. I already don't necessarily care uh, or put that, you know, negative connotation to someone's opinion. Like, I know it comes from their hard drive. So it's more of a reflection of themselves. So it's like, I don't necessarily react anymore when it comes to that. Yet to have that pop up from two different sources that initially something that I did spot within them is that initial problem, that very same issue. Because from, you know, (laughs) I, I don't necessarily like talking like that because I don't necessarily want to reproduce what happened. Um, and that's maybe another cliff note I'll add to it yet. Both of them have had in their lives, this issue where they would take certain things personally from either their bosses or people nearby and consider, you know, still having a, a consideration for, or a meaning to the word pain in a sense. Um, more of a human meaning, if you know what I mean. I mean, it's a tad bit tricky to describe without even going into the situation. And there's a specific reason why I don't want to go into the situations. It's because at one point, a friend that I met, a recent friend that I met, really chill dude, um, we were talking about this metaphysical stuff, and I wanted to talk about the meeting with the lady whose call, you know, got me to understand Neville's theory. Yet, that was prior to that call, way prior. Yet, as I was talking to this person about that meeting, which happened two weeks prior to that, to, you know, us meeting as well, um, and right after the cacao ceremony, so that cacao ceremony just said, yo, you want to face your shit? Cool. Get some very interesting meeting and reflections back to you. 
Well, as I was talking to that person and going a bit into details about what happened, um, after talking, we I just kept going along the road, and guess who I bumped into? Booyah, straight up, that person. And the pattern just kept running <laughs> up to a point where it's like, yeah, but, you know, when you want to kind of stop a conversation and go, yeah, because this person was kind of going on and on and on about various... As I mentioned, slowly mentioned that pattern, that running pattern, I even tried to interrupt by going, yeah, but it's a great day. Everything's kind of happening great. You know, things are fantastic. Look at the sun because it was a beautiful day. And the person kind of went, yeah, you know, great day, beautiful sun. And oh, and fuck my neighbor, you know, because this person just went for... Oh, man, it, it, it was like beat for beat for beat. It's like, oh, you uh, you replay the story, you retell the story. Okay, cool. It's going to happen again. Wait, what, what do you mean? Two minutes after, meet that person and get it running again. So that's one reason why I don't necessarily want to go into fuller details about it. Life just gave me this aspect of your words will bring shit out. <laughs> and... Um, I guess that's the clearing state, you know, when it comes to conversations and dialogue, not necessarily repeating, you know, spotting one's own pattern, but also patterns of, I guess, straight up bluntly saying patterns of manifestation, because just like telling a story, whatever it is, even if it was at that point to try and have discuss a metaphysical point and then, or even a subconscious understanding, okay, even with that good intention, it'll still bring the manifestation going because you're still repeating the same kind of energy as you're talking about it. You're still reliving the moment in a sense. It's kind of like um, a funny way to see it is like if you've watched Ant-Man, that introduction when the guy talks about his friend and his cousin and his friends that said that. Well, you're still feeling <laughs> you're still feeling the story. You're still seeing the story. So... It is still being projected outward. And depending on the lack of resistance that you've got, or it seems I had a lot, it just came back right square two minutes afterwards. Same street. <laughs> so it was interesting and fascinating. I'm loving this little this metaphysical play now because it's like a wink from the universe when you just set up the intention and you allow yourself to play and stay in that flow state. You know, get those reflection going and never judge those reflection. Again, when it comes to that call, that phone call, I understand this person has lived a certain amount of life, you know, um, possibly a not 80, 60 something, 70, possibly um, lived a certain amount of life, had a certain amount of subconscious repetition to remain anchored and up to a point where that subconscious repetition does put that perceptional lens which filters out whatever you kind of learn and study from these kind of materials it is beat per beat what i was kind of facing with tony robbins early on as i was starting this journey i didn't really have that much of a momentum but i liked the energy that i was hearing yet various understandings didn't necessarily sink in because there were various perceptual habits or habits of habits of behaviors habits of perception um yeah habits of perception it's like again when it comes to perception imagine the eye doctor you're putting a lens 
Well, that's your lens of perception. Depending on whatever else happens in your life, you can add more lenses. Yet, ultimately, you're not those lenses because those lenses would have been different depending on the place that you're born uh, or experience that you would have. So I can understand that keeping a lens, like keeping a blue lens for a certain amount of year, well, when somebody's going to ask you, hey, what's green? Well, you're going to go, what? You know, you... It's not in your frame of thinking. And oftentimes, especially with um, the prior generation that were harshly treated for not sticking to what society wanted to be or for not sticking for a certain amount of rules, unless they kind of just jumped ship and went to commune. Well, there is, and I fully, like, I fully, I fully compassionately like sympathize with that because that was practically my early childhood you you weren't allowed to just jump and do your own thing or think your own way or you would be harshly treated scolded beaten ostracized for it not only by your parents but by you know school and society so i get it you repeat that kind of pathway that mental you know loop or that life you know you Again, it's fought feeling loops. You repeat that shit for an amount of time and with that gun to head type mentality and it stays anchored naturally. So it's not saying that it's a one and done deal for certain people like that. Of course not. There's always a breaching point from old pattern. There's always a method of perceiving and then understanding on top or even using that prior lens of perception, that blocking lens of perception. Now, this can both be done physically and even metaphysically. So, yeah. But, again, all this to kind of go back to this aspect of everyone you being you pushed out. Understanding and picking up, picking up various learning experiences from these meetings. It's, again, each and every meeting is enriching. And even landed on a video by Dadapani that kind of said, yeah, um, let's say certain events can happen, bring you back to certain traumas, or certain ways of talking could just straight up reflect back what you've been thinking inside, but just kind of glancing over it. Because, again, being fully and 100 present, at times you don't necessarily think because you're in that flow state. So you're not consciously, logically thinking. You're thinking with your feelings. But that doesn't use words and sentences. So oftentimes you might kind of just miss out a little slip up here and there. Or something a bit more ingrained. That's not in a thought pattern, but mostly in a reactionary emotional pattern. And that's also, again, here to help you. All of it is here to help you. It's just that we've kind of, again, collectively... Um, as a mass, have not necessarily understood the heart reaction fully. And, you know, you could also say on top of that, that it was kind of poorly explained by church, which they didn't know. And the same kind of goes for television and repetition and blah, 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 blah. So again, we're not jumping on good, bad, right, wrong. It's all in this aspect of understanding what led to this point or to these various habits. Then change it. (laughs) See? Like, and you can do that in Snap. No blame game. So, whew. Interesting life, man. Interesting life.
fucking cool. Alright, so I've got some really interesting updates on the whole Law of Attraction. There's much more of a logical understanding of it. Um, and to say, to, let's say, <laughs> I say say it better. Um, better said is what I meant. Better said is, there's a logical understanding, or there's more of a logical understanding of the intuitive breakdowns or intuitive movements that happen. So it's kind of like more of a logical breakdown of the intuitive flow of that. And by that I mean you receive, let's say you set up an intention, and one thing I've kind of wanted to play with was an aspect of just exercise in a way. You know, finding a way. Uh, One of my intention that was kind of loosely based was having a let's say easier time when it comes to exercise okay but i didn't actually have a set formulated sentence for that intention it was basically something that i kind of kept asking myself in my head and loosely kind of touched around the feeling so when it came to nighttime you know bed and having the visualization exercise it would often be at the end point where it's okay much faster running faster than prior uh, when i used to play ddr i'm talking about like very fast stable running great cardio great fitness muscle building and i kind of kept visualizing that night after night but um i still want to improve my my consistency with that because oftentimes uh, I tend to you know my mind tends to drift off from various other things so there's a a point of you know a point of practice a point of um, let's say anyway a point of practice so what and what I ended up landing on half and half because it's multiple things that kind of happen at the same time which is kind of tricky for me to attempt to phrase in a single sentence again this whole non-duality aspect but also being able to perceive multiple multiple things at the same time multiple perspective multiple possibilities multiple parallel lines so that's why it's all of that at the same time it's not just a single thing one after another so when you're listening to this even if it sounds like a simple sentence or a single sentence after another after another just keep in your mind that all of these things have been kind of occurring or the following event have all occurred practically around the same time and period um so first thing that kind of happened is i started getting into uh videos from mind smash that channel kind of popped up out of nowhere and from that i've landed on various videos from bruce uh talking about bruce lee and other athletes in where there were talks about embracing the pain now something that kind of popped up in my head again at the same time is why are you calling it pain because when you see it from that perception and that frame of perception, then the body is kind of like more likely to just go, well, no, fuck that. Fuck pain. You know, let's say um, when you haven't trained to that point, 
So there's a various, you know, that kind of popped up and kind of had me thinking about, okay, various ways to reframe it. Yet this sent me right back to an understanding of, you know, you do your 1% increase per day, but watch your momentum. So there was a technique that I thought about a couple of months ago, well, before the cocoa, where you would start doing 10 push-ups on one hour, then the next hour you do 10 more, then the next hour you do 10 more. Or you could try to do 20, but in per hour, in chunks of, okay, 10, let's say at 510, I'm gonna do 10. And then at 530 or 540, I'm gonna do 10 more. And do that for, let's say, five hours. So you get your 100, you know, in a sense, you get the feeling of a hundred push-ups or you get a buildup that actually starts and you can do the same thing with sit-ups and various things so you know one percent more increase just to get the flow back because you're not going to heavy hit yourself into all right let's go for 50 and then feel a fuck ton of pain because then the brain the survival mind is might depending on how indoctrinated it is might just go okay well fuck that immediately and that's not necessarily the objective but then another thing kind of popped up similar to how when it comes to drawing at one point i just kept doing repetition 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 and didn't pay attention to the number of it or the amount of paper i was kind of uh using it just kind of once i started using animation paper in a sketchbook it would become a bit more obvious so the logical mind would kind of pick up and go ah okay this is 10 this is 20 this is 30 and keep a certain count of it yet when i started using animation paper and ordering those big batches of 500 then it just flow it just flew there was no aspect of okay let me count the amount of paper and you know, I already kind of got away from this, uh, the negative money consciousness of going, oh my God, I'm wasting paper and all that. That shit gets recycled. So, uh, you know, there's no blockages. And at that point, this continuous repetition just straight up led me into flow stating some of those practices. Well, it's practically the same thing when it comes to exercise, yet the cautious thinking or let's say the emotionally, um, the, the conscious emotional thinking, because you're consciously taking attention to your emotions and how your body feels. Well, this tells you, okay, now you got to stop after a while. But in the meantime, as you keep doing this practice in that specific way, you are continuously just feeling out the results, just like in drawing, you're feeling out the results, you're feeling out the increase of it, you know, you're increasing tenacity, you're increasing strength, you're increasing reps, and basically sticking into that aspect of um, uh, heart thinking instead of mind thinking. So a soft balance is kind of found through that and much, much more proactive in that way because it doesn't feel like it's a chore and it doesn't feel like it's, I'm going to have to do this exercise. You know, it doesn't, there's no, it's like a smooth start to it instead of keeping, you know, having this rigid mindset to get a certain number, get a certain objective, you know, because at the end of the day, 
yes, there's certain things, you know, certain ways of using that um, aspect of strict numbered repetition, which can be helpful. I mean, you can get the ball started and again, use the 1% more uh, increase type of technique. Yet when you do and you roll with, with the flow state aspect of it and you keep more of a conscious feel for your increase, how your body reacts and responds to it all, and what, you know, you just kind of taking that aspect of passion and pleasure with it, hell, even adding music just makes it even better, then, I don't know, it just kind of feels much more into, it's less restrictive, it's less, um, it feels more a bit more um i guess if you go with the two sides of energy wise feels less masculine logic and more feminine energy heartfelt type of deal and it's of course there's always a mix of both but that's why i said there's more of one than the other it doesn't create an unbalance or I, I do feel it doesn't create this aspect of unbalancement where you would say, okay, it's gotta be this number. And if I don't do this number, then see what I mean? Logical mind just kind of takes over ones and zeros compared to that other flow. So all of that, okay. All of that is hints and pieces slight intuitional understandings that were that just kept stacking up from that initial intention which i didn't fully phrase because i could have said okay well i do want to get back into exercise and make it quite easy and fun and get you know uh, a certain kind of result i'd have to phrase it a certain way and then increase it yet the process literally kind of goes into okay this is your command perfect dropped in let the computer activate slash subconscious mind picks it up as well. And from here and there, hints, clues, synchronicities, recommended videos, stuff like that to just get that progress growing. Because oftentimes it's as if you would, you know, I, I won't say oftentimes, a way that I kind of fought about the law of attraction early on before understanding the whole metaphysical aspect of it and then going into the psychological aspect of it as well was okay keep thinking about it, it's just gonna pop up but no the bridge of incidents is really unique to each and every person and this is much more of an intuitive process than the logical process meaning you're never gonna fucking know what exactly it is going to be. You're gonna be able to look back and notice the process, or even midpoint like this, noticing the process, which is fun, but it's not a logical thing. It's more of a, I'm feeling this, I'm feeling like I might try to do this, or I might, you know, sometimes you're gonna get uh, insights like, okay, let, let me try this technique, let me try this, let me make a comparison from this to that from based, you know, from drawing to exercise based on this new video about metaphysics and even, um, how do you say, well, metaphysics, law of attraction, or even sports videos and get inspired by them to jump, you know, to cross techniques in a way. Uh, again, straight up like Bruce Lee, be like water. And this kind of just gets reaffirmed over and over and over. So that... You know, that's the fucking interesting magical process of it.
<laughs> because it'll happen to the degree that you're able to see the clues. And what's cool is that when you clear your mind space, okay, you're no longer letting the survival mind dictate everything, and you're no longer letting the um, outside brainwashing, the indoctrination, the repeated perceptions of, oh, you can't do this, oh, you can't do that. You know, the shit that just puts you in that fear scenario that's glorified, well, once that shit is cleared, okay, and you don't necessarily um, stick to, you know, negative visualization, well, that stuff just kind of comes in naturally. You will naturally kind of have a bit, not saying a bit more, a lot more enthusiasm towards your intuition because your mind's not clouded with bullshit. You cleared your Tetris game, <laughs> your mind Tetris, you know, you're not getting issues stacking up, clogging up and then leading you to a depression anxiety. No, it's clear. So you can just free flow, put the pieces where you fucking want. You're not stuck in putting a specific, you know, in forcing yourself to clear these things because you haven't done so. So in that state, it's just intuition, free flow, fun. And again, that kind of goes back to the whole flow state aspect because you can flow state with those intuition. You're like, uh, as an example, when it comes to drawing, oh, okay, how would it feel if I use this shape? How would it feel if I use that? And you just kind of draw as fast as you can without having any kind of logical barriers, you know, ideas of, oh, I'm only this style, so I need to stick to that. This kind of thinking, the locked thinking, the locked hard drive in that sense, it's gone. You know, it's balanced. I'm not going to say it's completely gone. It's not, <laughs> but it's more balanced. It's more, And as this stuff is much more balanced, you, wow, you're just opening yourself up for all this cool stuff to come in. All these chance meetings, these pop-off of intuitions, these amazing recommendations. I even had a person um, poke me for a like straight up testing job and I thought I couldn't do it on my tablet but then I just gave it a shot and I'm like okay first for this quick job I do it you know as long as I'm not back in the office with a specific set of mindset that kind of roams around and you know and you know keeping to that office type mentality uh, as well as certain energies that could be present sometimes they're good sometimes there's not really good. And when I'm talking about not really good, in a sense, uh, not advantages to you and everyone else. Meaning, if the gossip of the water cooler about the news, that's not helpful because most of the time it's fear programming or, um, you know, shitting and cussing on anyone else. So that environment I do not miss. Yet, if it is a, a different environment, then GG, awesome. So, you see synchronicities, stuff like that happening. It's going to be a really quick testing job. I'm going to get my contracts done when it comes to freelancing and art. And then, okay, what's next? And there's no fear because you're like, you know something else is going to come up. There's no aspect of, oh shit, what am I going to do? What's going to happen? You see, that would just block off intuition because you're so focused on either fearing the future or, as I said, you know, uh, reliving the shit past. It, in depending on your case or what you've lived through, but why would you, well, I'm not going to say why would you relive the past if it's, uh, because there's some great memories that you can get and relive, yet you always want to stay in that sweet zone of presence. You can use the past to help yourself boost um, certain 
ideas, certain feelings that you really like. It's not saying that all the past is bad, yet it's this balance between you selectively choosing what you're going to perceive and you're not sticking to fear scenarios because that's locking you up. That's literally just shutting down your your extra abilities in a sense and your sense of awareness towards your own intuition because you're so fully focused on fear, 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 you know? So it's super fucking interesting to start noticing this process beat per beat, how it builds up. And of course, for everyone, there's going to be a different path. As I said, all this, remember how, how I said, like all this kind of happened synchronistically, practically around the same time. Um, so your own pattern to the degree that you can pay attention to it will just kind of be revealed to you and you will get this intuitive sense of how your very own intuition flows you know how those synchronicities kind of sync up with what you set up it's all about kind of taking time to you know just play around with it note it down and take account of what has occurred you know over time to then be able to connect the dots and spot, okay, yeah, I said the intention that way with that specific kind of wording, here's what came up. How do I change that? What's next? What's the result that I want now? You know, and then you change. So play it as a game. It's super freaking cool. Okay, I kind of caught and landed on another little piece of the puzzle in the aspect of certain habits that were um, indirectly, unconsciously perpetuated, but never necessarily fully checked out. The aspect of empathy, um, I've explained it in a video when it comes to the human madness, yet there's another part of it that um, is worth taking into consideration in the aspect of what you're sending out to people. And here's the little trap. If it, It's kind of like... Um, Relate back to that example of seeing a baby smiling or seeing somebody else in ecstasy Before you know if your heart ain't locked off Then you naturally feel a correlation to that you naturally feel you know You feel their presence in that happiness You know unless you're store you're you've gone locked off stoic in a way um and unless you hate babies, what the fuck? Nah, not judging you. Uh, but yeah, like you just can't help it unless you've you've grown to hate babies. And I mean, there is a. <laughs> I imagine there are people that may have gotten scarred. I shouldn't. I, I don't necessarily want to laugh at that, but it's just kind of funny to me the prospect of somebody hating a baby. But again, I imagine trauma. You know, so not laughing at that. But still, back to the point. The emotion that is being seen is then related, re reflected back to, you know? So here's the thing. You don't necessarily need to get emotionally caught up. You have choice in doing so because as you do, uh, you reflect it back you know, it's just like the initial start. You'll you get it reflected back at you. You see what I mean? Uh, it's like seeing a person in ecstasy, if uh, in pure bliss and having fun and being joyful. You go to a rave, okay? Well, 
you're going to feel that. And to the degree that you allow yourself to feel it, you get into it and you reflect it back. Okay. Now, this is from a conscious look at it. More often than not, and due to the momentum that we've had as a collective society, not, you know, understanding these things and looking at these from single, you know, single to a few lenses of perceptions, um, then there was this habit and behavior of saying that if you're not feeling that for certain people's bad, you know, miss, um, let's say tragedy, tragedies, oh wow, tragic, tragedies, geez, uh, tragedies in their lives, okay, and various world events, well, you kind of get, again, with the virtue and justice, uh, virtue signaling, well, you get labeled as insensitive, but the thing is, or, uh, okay, better example, if a person in gossip, you know, gotta love that gossip, but a person within a gossip scenario is waiting for you to kind of tell them, oh, poor you, or oh, feel bad, and all of that, uh, or not feel bad, but oh, poor you, sh- uh, you know, kind of going in with the flow of the story that you've told. Well, you are actively shooting them in the foot as they are technically shooting themselves in the foot, meaning if you're going to you're going to accept uh, let's say call this subconscious program or you're just going to accept their vibe okay well you're going to reflect it back to them thinking that this is an aspect of compassion and empathy but you've just actively fucked them over not consciously <laughs> you see actively but not consciously okay you've actively kind of fucked them over by reflecting back that same energy, that same emotion, back at them. What does that do? That perpetuates it. And they don't necessarily leave their state to get into a better state. You've confirmed it. You've justified. Poor you. Oh, man. Oh, this is really bad. And all of that. And does they get the confirmation in their mind that, one, they're getting this... They're getting this good feeling of, okay, well, people can relate, but they're still stuck with the same vibe. They're still stuck with the same pattern. They're still stuck with the same perception, you know? And if you dare to try to change that, then you're insensitive, you know? And of course, each and everything with certain, with a certain sense of what's the context you know of how a person says it of how the tonality of the reply of course you know if you're gonna say i don't give a fuck then yeah you you're pushing it yet i'm not talking about that you know it's not rolling with someone's story and allowing it to continue there's a there's a fine balance in the aspect of how you can help a person that's continuously running their own subconscious loop yet the main thing is especially if you see it in both the psychological aspect but also energetical aspect yo welcome 2020 get in on this because quantum physics is starting to tell you hey there's energy and here's how it works (laughs) but yeah like when you get that you're reflecting back the same energetical pattern which is not helping them You can also kind of see how we've just perpetuated this habit, you know, unconsciously. We didn't fucking know. We didn't take the time. We were rushed. 
Remember, society for an amount of time was like, go, 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 rush, rush, go, 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 rush, rush. Doesn't really matter. They didn't take mental and, hell, even energetical uh, inner, inner workings of a person. They didn't care. It was just get the result and look good. It's for your name. It's for your identity. Or else you don't fit with the crowd. But when you start seeing that various habits within the crowd are just you know, normalized, casualized aspects of madness in a way. Because you're trying, you know, it's like you're talking to another person about your problems thinking that this is going to change your problem. No. Okay, let's roll with the beat of it possibly making you feel better. All right, you get the Band-Aid. But that's it. You just get the Band-Aid. You don't get any changes. You don't change your perception that this changes how you perceive situations and thus how you act and feel towards those situations. You don't change it. Because I'm just reflecting back to you. Oh, poor you. You can still think the same way. It's okay. It's all right. Poor you. See, involuntarily, you just kind of help and enable people shooting themselves in the foot. It sucks. And it's, again... Involuntarily, we didn't fucking know. We didn't study this stuff. We took it for granted. Mass media shat on it for an amount of years. So, again, take that time to pay close attention to how your how you project that aspect of energy, how it kind of reflects back to you, how how um, other people's momentums and patterns continue based on a specific reaction or an idea of reaction. You know, a lot of people are kind of going into uh, or a lot of people kind of understand the whole pathological liar or the uh, dominating, you know, the, how do you say, um, some people call them energy vampires, but I don't necessarily like that term, you know, manipulative, you know, the idea of the manipulative uh, step parrot, you know, that kind of stuff. A lot of people are familiar with that, with those kind of patterns, yet when it comes to deeper patterns of re- what we reflect upon one another, it's often not perceived or not even taken into consideration. Hell, remember, the whole court system didn't really care about what happens during mental uh, subconscious programming. You know, that was quite recent when it comes to cult cases. But when you get this, this aspect of repetition, this aspect of what's being reflected back onto you every time, every day, every second, well... You start watching your stuff. You start watching how you respond. You start watching what you're actually giving out to other people based on this universal logic. Not a societal idea of duality, good, bad, right, wrong, this, that. But not even, to you know, it is a logic, but it's not really a helpful logic. You know, similarly, another example for that would be a logic. Okay, when it comes to parents uh, years ago, way before the 60s, in a sense, they thought beating their child as a mass, you know, was acceptable. Yet, further, the further that was looked into during the years, well, we saw the consequences of that. Yet, for an amount of time, For a large amount of time, hell, you could even go back to ancient times, it was considered normal. 
Well, and at the same time, I don't necessarily want to generalize ancient time because I'm pretty sure there were certain societies. We could talk about Babylon or other societies where it wasn't done that way. But now we're kind of talking as a collective, as a whole, mass percentage, you know. So it's understanding the how it came to and how it was perpetuated. What are the consequences and that are continuously being perpetuated to a certain degree? It's slowing down. More and more people are wisening up. Um, and just kind of saying, okay, well, take the choice. Fuck it. And stop repeating it and find a better choice. You know, it's practically around that. So don't get ensnared with that terminology, the whole empathy trap or that kind of false logic. Don't get ensnared because the ironic part is with those good intention but poor application you're keeping the other person in a loop and you actually wanted to make them feel better for life not a simple band-aid you know it's but and also understand we didn't fucking know so society was like quick 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 rush 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 quick 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 rush 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 get your pills oh you don't fit the mole you're sh you know perception very very early perception of consciousness but you know we weren't there so you don't fucking need to feel bad you don't kind of need to feel ensnared in that again movies kind of played around with that too and we didn't collectively know it now balance that out and find a way to be to softly have a person notice their pattern yet don't enforce it you know it's because you wouldn't want to be enforced that at a point where you didn't understand or didn't know, where you weren't able to perceive. See, it's a very, it, initially it feels like a delicate game, but that's mostly because of our prior repetition. So remember, it's all repetition. The more you perceive it, the more you're able to understand it and f find more efficient ways to help people with their patterns instead of keeping them in a loop and hey be patient with yourself <laughs> they'll try to get the quick fix because that quick fix well we saw where it brought right all right so yeah let's do this let's kick, kick it up a notch ah uh, now i found something really juicy again i'm going through a bit of a storm of subconscious thoughts and subconscious links Yet, one of them was this really, really, really subtle aspect of the concept of failure. Remember, you're not mind and body, you're spirit. So, there's the aspect of the terminologies from human, um, well, you know, human terminologies from different regions that kind of kicks in. Meaning, not everyone sees an aspect, not everyone has this word called failure in their language not everyone has this concept and for good reason or not every region i should say some regions in the amazons and such even tribes certain tribes don't necessarily see failure but uh, for righteous re for rightful not righteous reason for rightful reasons it's because ultimately there's no failure you take a step you take a crack at something you get a result then you try it again that's it. The, there's no failure. 
you just keep doing it until you match that specific feeling with the specific goal that you have in mind, your initial spark. Yet, there are and there is no failure unless you stop and die. Because even rerouting and changing route to something that brings you even more passion is not failure. It's just a common sense, a common choice. This habit, this behavior of needing to finish the fight, you know, seeing it as a struggle, leaving your ego on the line, you know, this whole concept, those whole concepts and terminologies, they are invalid because they always consider a one-shot type of deal. Yet, as a person grows, they grow up to an infinite potential. The only time it stops is upon death. So, I kind of revise where initially the concept was implemented and then the repetition happened and you guys know the backstory with those parents i didn't know what they didn't know but see i'm still um <laughs> i'm still dealing with this to a certain degree but i found a method to let go yet diving into those thoughts and understanding how early on this was kind of programmed in then you had both television with certain shows and then school reinforced that Social media just added the added the Sunday to the the cherry to the top. Um, with that aspect of subconscious thought, where that behavior is constantly felt yet not logically perceived. Okay, so it's very interesting because once you pluck that out in various aspects of your life, or you're able to kind of spot where the subconscious. Um, the subconscious uh, crap how would i name it it's the subconscious concept wow yeah subconscious concept of failure is wiped out in various other places because you understand at the root one thing well two things but one that it's human concept and then two that failure is only possible when you stop and give up or well, actually, even giving up, it all depends on the situation. If it's a reroute to something that's even more passionate or even better, then that's not necessarily giving up. Uh, see what happens with those fucking terminologies? Certain things kind of crisscross in this aspect of words and language, which is why the English language has so much polarity to it, yet going into those nuances, understanding those polarities can kind can help basically just getting rid of those subconscious viruses in a way and yes at this point we might as well call these subconscious of viruses because if you have a concept like that which when broken down does not make much sense especially in an aspect of a lifetime then yeah it's a bit like a virus you're attempting to do something and then uh, program won't run why possibility of failure or failure here or, you know, you do something, you don't necessarily get the result that you want, but, and look at how sneaky it can be. The mind, with its arbitrary value of judgment, which is not necessarily named or said, or even brought, you know, logically referred to, 
even if it's let's say as a drawing referring to oh it's not like uh, your favorite artist or this thing well that's again some kind of arbitrary value that is nonsensical because it's expecting to have the same kind of experience as someone else whose granularity of experience again you you know that loop right granularity of insert granularity of experience tape one <laughs> you know different granularity of experiences so there's no expectation or idea of expectation that should be there in the first place which should not have an idea of failure or a fail state possible this is only something that's been repeated through indoctrination and language it's like the word try there is no try you do or you don't you keep trying till you do it oh you you're done okay good next yet it's taking the time to look at that in the various areas of our life and basically plug that out pluck it out from the subconscious you spot the emotion that's linked to the word and then you kind of go you can <laughs> you softly i was about to say you go rambo on it but no 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 that would still be mind taking over and then trying to get shit done with its perimeters no, instead, you softly sense it, and when, I guess, it, whenever your time comes to face these things, sit with the emotion and see how many perimeters you can nuke in the moment. So, if it's for drawing, then... Um, you can look at various perimeters around that. But then from that point, having cleared those perimeters that you were able to easily spot, you can kind of go into, let's say, how does this apply for business? Have I Do I sense the same subconscious thought for business? Do I sense a similar thing for, um, let's say... Um, cleaning you know room cleaning do i sense the same thing because you never know you don't take the subconscious lightly but you don't necessarily go on a seek and destroy because seek and ye shall find it's uh, no joke like literally you'll you'll seek and you'll find so it's a bit of a game a balance game between softly being able to spot these things seeing if you can go a tad bit further outside of the zone that you found out, but you're not actively going on a full seek and destroy because, you know, you you develop the habit of doing this consistently. And it's, as I said, it's all mind. So it's an aspect of feeling incomplete if you just keep seeking, but you're already holding complete in the moment. Remember, the ever-present now. So quite a game, yet once... And it does require an aspect of mastery and balance from playing with this from time to time. It's all upon your own feeling base and what's kind of going on in your life. This is why you'll never really get full dead set type of rules because everyone's life is different. Everyone's perception is different and everyone's subconscious has, again, its own level of granularity. So... That's why, as said, it 
goes with how you feel in that moment. If you can extend a bit further from the main subject that you're tackling on, then you can get certain things that are around that range. Thus, as well, having more familiarity with the range and variations of feelings around that subconscious thought, which can kind of make it easier and easier to wipe out <laughs> upon it coming out or upon it coming up. You know, as you're more familiar, you're like, oh, wait, that's that feeling feels a bit like that other thing I tackled on. Let me try to go for a double whammy. Or, you know, maybe you have a sequel at that point in the in the sense of uh, taking out that kind of feeling or or subconscious repetition, subconscious feeling, the uh, illogical association of that feeling. So. Yeah, it's a bit of a, again, play like a game where the rules will fluctuate depending on how you feel and how you are in a moment. As it always does. It's quite fascinating. <laughs> and again, uh, as always saying, lens of perception. You're going to find other techniques and things that may resonate with you even better. Also, you're going to find what resonates with you directly um at various times or you might how do i say you might even tailor this to working with you directly you know to your own attitude to your own flow to your own feeling go go feel free it's all about this individual aspect of feeling connected with this well universal base understanding you don't know what you don't know and everyone else is you pushed out in a way and you can't expect everyone else to know what they don't know or to abide by the granularity of anyone else's experience, even yours. And the same goes for you towards them. So, yeah, wow, fun times. <laughs> play and discover more shit. You'll, the more tools you can discover playfully and see that it either works with you or doesn't, the more tools you kind of have in your tool belt because even you find out it doesn't work with me you can always ask the question and i keep saying that it's your number one tool to a certain degree what do you prefer what would be much more of a match with you and then you go in that direction see there's no failure if it doesn't work with you what would feel better what would work better with you and then you go to that different direction this is why you got to watch out when it comes to in you know subconscious programming or subconscious indoctrination you get both the environment but also watch out for media because the idea is repeated in television shows and that's where you know you make a more well you can make a more conscious binge watching in a way you know uh maybe even putting a bit of a paper in front of your television on top and going yeah Watch out for the indoctrination. Watch out for the repeated subconscious thought. Watch out for the normalized insanity at times. You know? Which is so fucking rampant on TV. It's really funny, right? But that's why... That's what's entertaining, in a way. You know, those characters are various... Situations and scenarios are written for to be entertaining. So, it's inevitable to have this kind of quirk. Now, if we were to open up Pandora's box and ask, okay, well then, what would be evolved television? Well, 
I'm going to leave that to someone else's hand, or I'm going to put this on the back burner. I'll figure out, who knows, I might get some hints and intuitions, or someone else is going to chip in on this. Could be interesting. It's a really fun question to ask. And, yeah. (laughs) Okay. This is a message that, you know, finally flowed through me to my mother. (laughs) And it came from inner introspecting a long-term repression issue. (sighs) And a very long link, chain of link, um, or a linked chain of it. A chain of linked issues, you know? (laughs) Related to that. Very, very, very deep subconscious issues. So I started asking, okay, well, why still do that? And went through the chain landed up on the fact that I realized um, like the martyr story that they kept putting on in the Catholic religion over this person, you know, idolization and then, uh, you know, the complete build-up idolization and then martyr of that person story and the way that it's retold every time early on during childhood. I realized that that subconscious programming can really, really keep you in a a bit of a fucked loop of thinking and paradigms and storytelling, uh, including your own, especially when it comes to morals and values, the way that it's told and framed, not the way that it should, there's no should, but that various other lenses of perception towards the metaphors that were said and the priority of the real priorities of the story in a way you know or of the metaphors the real mission not the story that is told for a specific purpose so i didn't realize wait a second wow shit that can keep people in a really fucked loop because there's various aspects of the metaphors you don't necessarily get you're stuck in looking at it only a single way and the martyrdom aspect will fuck with you as well as uh, various kinds of logics that are based on how to you know control the heart reaction by already installing a false narrative in you by already telling you the wrong way that it works because of course the universe can't fault you for you being created and acted in all that the universe is you know god universe you pick the name makes no sense as a creator you don't damn your creation that's human why because it's not accepting all encompassing makes no sense so when you notice that and you see how falsely the narrative is kind of built up but your subconscious eats that shit from zero to nine so with enough repetition every sunday booyah done and I looked at my mom and I kind of went looking at her situation went wow thank god you beat me thank god you did I it's a bit ironic and I don't necessarily wish that that track on anyone else but I welcome it I fully do because if it wasn't for you showing me how 
backward a person can act while under that spell, which is supposed to make you good and wholesome and holy, after repeating it all this time and forcing me to repeat it, then I would have never called it out bullshit early on. Oh, and also thank you all the bullies because, you know, seeing you you guys at church, yeah, that really <laughs> just swiftly brought in the hammer. Uh, but yeah, and but you guys were indoctrinated much, much more harshfully, judged by the entirety of society, not just your peers. I mean, that includes the people in school. Us, we didn't have that pressure. We didn't really care. We weren't really forced, and we also had classes called morals, which was something else. So, yeah, I thank you for those beatings. Same goes to my dad. Because I can see that, yo, keeping under that spell and still being in your environment, I would have became worst. And you guys didn't know what you didn't know. You were kind of stuck under the spell already. It, it, and yeah, like especially when you realize how subtle and little the subconscious things are kept. How, you know, it's not logical. You kind of have to ask a question and role play with yourself. Do some back and forth. Use some tools. Whatever you prefer to do. Visualize. Saga and dance, animation, whatever, okay? You just choose something that's really personal with you and puts your, your yeah, yeah, put your fucking energy into it. <laughs> Kick it up. Because honestly, this is how you're going to trick your logical mind to give you subconscious answers. Because it's not going to take it seriously, but you, as soon as you come out with, let's say, some improv, you're going to find out what's in your mind. It's going to come out. All of it. It's like a hard drive. Again, all of it is yours. You own it. You are not it, but you own it. So let's clean it up. Going into subconscious is like a harder level, but you can do it. It's just all about completely killing out the ego. So whatever little self or version of self that still feels, oh, uh, judgmental about itself. Instead of inquisitive to figure out more about itself. See? And all that comes from ego, the mind. So you're kind of clearing barriers after barriers. Viruses, chain links, I call them. Because often they often come in chains. <sighs> Which is why, again, wow. <laughs> uh, I'm still stunned or astounded, yeah. Whenever a religion is made into, like, a mandatory and forced thing, it just wipes out, not just religion, any method of thinking, but let's say religion's a big one. Well, any moral method of thinking. So, even the social aspect, you know, you also are the out-left creating the out-right, or the... Um, Radical left, creating the alt-right. So, that, that force, it's weird. It's really odd, but yeah, when you see the subconscious chains that it creates, you, you're a bit weary. But, 
at the same time, it's all about remaining open. Again, you don't know what you don't know. So many things around there. Drop the ego and accept it. And play. Look into it all. Try different ways. Try various options. What do you have to lose? Nothing. Because every discovery leads you to the next question that will give you the next discovery. See? So take a step. You eventually have to take a step forward. It's all fun. No blockers. No judgments. Nothing gets judged. And then you transition to all giving. Because you kind of notice it all kind of becomes the same. Accepting, giving. Free-flowing. You can't really be jaded, negative, focusing on other things, exterior view, worrying and fearful when you're in that mode. So, play. Oh, and also, man, dodge the bullet there. Thanks, Mom. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> I... Okay, in a way, you know, thanks, black community. <laughs> wow, okay, no. Well, nah. It's mostly the backstory. I've kind of noticed really early on that in my lifetime uh, that Haitian parents and various other folks in the black community were kind of casualizing this sort of continuously jabbing behavior, you know, complaining nipping behavior at you when you're young and it's you know it's like you kind of wonder you like this person but at the same time you're like but what the fuck is going on you know with their anger the ups and down or just this aspect of striking you know it, it eventually it just kind of grows and makes you bitter they don't necessarily get that, but I understand the whole cyclical habit of it. I'm just, you know, kind of shaking off a good amount of years of that. Um, especially noticing it with my friend's parents who were doing it to them. And it's like, you feel like crap when you see that, that behavior. Because you've received that. And now as an adult, it is a... There's been a couple of times, and I think I spoke about that, where I shouted. But I, there were times where I really thought about just little Mac KOing certain people. Just because of seeing that in the bus. But it's like, whoa! That's the id to fucking clear up. And yeah, that's... There, there is, like, I do accept... There is an accumulated amount of years of bitterness with that. So I got to be patient with it. It's just that it'll come out like that. Uh, and just generalization, because it's not just a black community. There's various other communities doing that. Hell, even white community does it. So it's just because it was really close to home. And all the white friends I had never really had that issue. Some of them were wilding out, but didn't really hang out with those too often. And they kind of had it coming. And they rarely got it, too. 
<laughs> so, but I did face that other kind of parent too in the Caucasian community. So it's an all community thing. So, but yeah, just living through those events and then spotting, you know, both repression links of a certain sub- subconscious thought, but also like the id, you know, the, the, the fucking evil Ryu that could come out at any point whenever you think about these things without having the tools to kind of pause yourself and go, whoa, wait, I'm not here to throw super KO punch. If it's a funny thing or a funny joke in my head, which I usually kind of flip it to and then try to integrate it in some of my scenarios, then yes. <laughs> and, you know, I love that. I flip it and I'm like, thank you, person. Thank you because I got an idea because of you. And I won't do it for real. I really won't. Sorry for that initial thought. Hey, live and let live. Don't you know what you don't know? Cleaning up that it. 2020, 2021, let's go! <laughs> oh, and free-flowing a lot more. Why? Give it a shot. When you free-flow, kind of like that, riffing, you just kind of go. Channeling is kind of like that. You'll find your own tonality, your own flow. You'll try different beats, in a sense, or roller coasters of ideas and movements, or intuitive ah, momentum moving right you kind of go around out of instinct but let's say your eyes are closed and you let yourself move always kind of opening up and down so yeah that play with that (laughs) see as you free flow and discover new things you discover new momentums new moves Places where you thought you were limited, but you were not. You were only thinking that you were. You know, you're timing. You're catching yourself on certain steps and trying different kind of movements. Is the same thing that happens with your ideas in your mind. So, this does require an amount of focus. No distraction. No notification. No TV. Music. Nothing too distracting. Don't want to get programmed by the lyrics. See what I mean? You choose what you want in your head. Could even go for binaural beats. Subconscious tapes. The ones you can trust. Or you've already gotten good feedback. Seen, too. Experienced a bit. All right, epic. I gotta thank her. And my dad, both of them. Well, everyone. When you're able to look at this, your history, without the ego, you start allowing yourself to look at both sides and all facets of things learned. As well as the other parallel timelines you could create And the fun ideas those kind of bring, those inspiring ones, or the funny ones. Low Macao. Ah, <laughs> uh, all right. Have fun with that. Thanks again, all of you.
Okay, wow, there's something I kind of just landed upon. Forgot to mention it last time. Uh, when it comes to uh, the whole thanking my parents for sharing the beating, the thing that really pushed it stronger as well that came up and fought is um, I spoke about the concept, or maybe I missed it, the concept of um, shedding the millions of tears for the indoctrination that was forced upon a generation prior to us so that you kind of understand or get a an idea a sensation of what you've kind of evaded or better said more in a sense of you know how the whole subconscious blockage affects you and the chains of thoughts it brings. You know, chains of blockages too. You feel something for that, yet you transcend it, understanding that all of it led to you understanding chain of momentum in your life. So, from that point, you know, you're more thankful of being in control of yourself. Understanding that if it wasn't for that, what you've lived through, you would still be in a kind of pre-programmed drone state. Influence outside your control. And what that does, you know, the whole sadness it brings to you. Well... When you kind of went through that journey and came to that peace and let go, because you eventually let go after that, you understand the whole momentum of non-choice, and you understand that everyone else is running that too. We're just this generation that are in this really cool sweet spot where we have a conjoint information on this so we don't repeat the cycle. Well, when you realize that, but you also realize there's a lot of people in history that were indoctrinated, forced without their will to follow various kinds, not just one religion uh, or one forceful religion, but various kinds of either political, societal, or religious doctrine or dogma. You know, completely cutting themselves from the heart connection. And you see the subconscious problems that are forcefully remain locked. You feel the sadness and also you kind of rage for it. But then, remember, it's just like with yourself. All happened leading to this point. Needed to happen to lead to these questions, to lead to this point. So after you, you cry and rage, let go, be at peace. Acknowledge the cycles and don't repeat them. Thank you.